How now, brown cow? <laughs> Welcome to the CFWF podcast mm-hmm. with Kate Morris and Alex. Oh, for episode 53. 53. Excellence and results come from consistently mastering the fundamentals. Fundamentals. So let's have a look. This, well, this, this is my, my blurb again this week. We hammer home the notion that the basics done well will bring great reward. It is tempting to move past the fundamentals to more advanced skills because they seem cool or entertaining. Strive yes. for virtuosity. Perform the common uncommonly well. Yes, and I'm sure there is many members inside our CFWF walls that have experienced me not letting them past a basic movement to go to another one. And they probably look at me... Mm-hmm. With not a so happy face, but once they get there, they appreciate it. I constantly hear the one. I'll just go a little bit heavier because I think a little bit more weight is going to help me get it. Mm. No, it won't. Or I'll just do some handstand push-ups and I can't lower myself down off a box yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or oh, and try some kipping pull-ups and I can't do any normal strict pull-ups. Mm. Or I want to do double unders, but I can't do a whole bunch of single unders unbroken. Yep. There's law, lots of things. Lots, lots of things. I mean, <laughs> fundamentals. Single unders. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Fundamentals. Perform the un- common uncommonly well. One one I heard from the late Louis Simmons, Westside Barbell Powerlifter. Ooh. Founder of Westside Barbell Powerlifting. He said there's no point in having $200 shoes and a $2 squat. Correct. Think about that. There's no point. Of all the year and no idea. All the gear, no <laughs> idea. It's the <laughs> same kind of thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, you might look like you know what you're doing, but have no idea what you're doing. And and if you look at all the, the base, the nine fundamental movements of CrossFit, you have the squat, front squat, overhead squat, right? Yep, deadlift. Yeah, deadlift, sumo deadlift, high pull, and the med ball clean. Oh, I think they took the med ball clean out. Did they? think no what did they say they took something out they took either the med ball clean or the, the cross, high pull i know the crossfit kids changed the high pull to uh power clean oh i think the crossfit kids one was that and then you've got your press push press push jerk yes but if you look at those movements they they transfer to each other like the squat transfers directly into the front squat. If you can't do a normal air squat with no weight, it's going to be very hard for you to do a front squat because you don't have the base there. You need the basic. Mm. And you definitely can't do an overhead squat if you, you can't, can't cannot do, do an air squat. Mm. Mm. No. Yeah. Because you want to stretch up overhead and go down at the same time. Mm. And it's tricky movement. And it re- if there's anything wrong with your squat, an overhead squat will shine a bright light directly on top of it. And then you got like your deadlift and your sumo deadlift, high pull, clean, like barbell clean, med ball clean, whatever movement you want to call it. If you cannot do a deadlift, then how the hell are you supposed to get a bar up to your shoulders? Yes, you may physically be able to do it, but that's skipping steps. Yes. Safely perform the basic movement and then you can progress. And then you look at the press, push, press, push, jerk. You know, you want to add strength. And, you know, correct bar path when you're doing a, a, a press overhead. 
with no speed because a strict press isn't fast. Mm. Just basic. Get the right movement and then you can add the push press, which is adding that dip drive with the knees, adding and speed. Then, and then the yep. push jerk is very dynamic. You're going up and then you're going yeah. down, catching the bar. Yes. So that adds a technical. Level. Mm. And if you, if you can't do a dip drive and press the bar overhead, there's no way you're going to be able to dip drive and then yeah. drop under a bar and catch and then stand up with stability with a nice straight, strong back. Yeah, and flat feet. Mm. And, you bear, and you wobble around all over the place. Strong arms. Mm. So all these things, they, they, they play into each other. And the fundamentals also not only with just lifting weights or, you know, doing strict pull-ups or kipping pull-ups and blah, blah, blah. We're talking basics of everything. Yeah. What's the basics of your nutrition, Alex? My base of nutrition? Yeah. What is my base of nutrition? I know. Do you not know? That I eat the same foods every <laughs> single day. <laughs> <laughs> so I make less, I have to make less decisions. So, so base of nutrition is whole food. So fruit and veg. You should eat more fruit and veg than any other source of food per day. Is that in as as that terms of volume? I would. What's the measurement? I would say if you are, have a calorie count, you need to make sure that majority of your cal- calorie count is coming from whole foods first. So that's the basis. That's the fundamental. All right, and then you can have a little bit of so-called processed food if you need. But the basis should be you get the majority of your calorie count. From your whole food. So I'm play devil's advocate here. Mm. How would I get the bulk of my food and calories from whole foods? We well, do. Do I? Yeah. Rice is in that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rice is not fully processed. Right. So what's fully processed? What are we talking? Like... You know, bars, chips, right. biscuits, right. bread. And like my, the pancakes that I make, would that, were they like... Well, you made them so they're not... And you make them from... Oats, you, eggs. Yeah, whole oats and eggs. And so they're so, not... So they're that's, not, all, that's all whole that's food all whole still. Food. Yeah. Right. So the and then you have, what, 300 grams of fruit with that? Yeah. Yeah. And a coffee. And a coffee. Yum. And... My lunch. What's my lunch? Chicken, rice, veggies. Meat. Meat. Tomato. True. True, true, true. And my dinner. It's 750 grams of vegetables. Yeah, true. So it is. I, know, I mean, they're not, I guess, some of them you wouldn't call paleo food or, you know, they're not particularly just fruits and vegetables. Yeah. There is some that uh, I guess maybe they're slight, slightly more processed. Yeah. So you got you got like say eighty percent whole food, then ten percent partly mm. processed, and then ten percent. My maple syrup more. is that whole foods? Yours is. Because it's is it's actual yours, maple syrup. Yeah, yours is actual maple syrup. Which does have a high sugar content, but that's yeah. the food itself has the high sugar, like honey. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So when you when you look at that, like I would think, I feel for me, like I'm, I would think in my head, the food that I eat isn't just salads 
and vegetables. But you. But I you have, I have to have a lot of calories. A lot of you have you have um, probably a minimum of twelve hundred grams of vegetables and fruit a day. Mm. Right. Off the top of my head. Right. Because you have seven fifty at night. You'd have three hundred at lunch. Ah, uh, sorry, at breakfast. You've probably got three hundred grams of veggies in your burrito bowl. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, and then you would have a snack, which is normally an apple or two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apples, oranges. How would we up to seven fifty? That's like a way over a thousand. Yeah. But then I guess a lot of people would be the opposite. They think, yeah, I'm getting in plenty of whole foods, but then they're not. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's interesting because, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, the, off the top of my head, I'm like, yeah, I'm not. But uh, they're not, in my head, whole whole foods in my head, just thinking about it is, you know, salad. Mm. Well, let's just say a fundamental of nutrition would be a basis of 800 grams of veggie, fruit and veg a day. To give you enough micronutrients. Correct. When you have enough of those micronutrients, which are going to help your body work work correctly, then you add more if you need it. Yeah. Like the big thing at the moment, especially at the moment, is they're saying is people saying that you know like CrossFit athletes are underfueled. Mm. But then, are they? but then sometimes I think that. Because they're not, they're told that they have to eat whole foods and they, you know, they need to eat more processed foods to make sure that they can get enough energy. And, and well, s- uh, that what I s- an athlete yeah. is completely different to an everyday yeah, person. Exactly. So wh- that's, like. that's how I, that's how I see it. So I go, you know, I, I get a lot of my food from what you said, whole foods mm. and that gives me enough energy to train. But if I, if I train like an athlete, if I do like yesterday, two sessions a day, I do add in extra stuff like the like a shake and I'll add in some very um dense carbs carbs to make sure I can get the but but a lot of people aren't going to do that much lifting and that much exercise like that's a couple hours of exercising and I think in CrossFit a, a lot of people they train like athletes but, but they only do one session a day. Well, they, they, yeah, they so do we one talk session. So one, one session a day. A one session a day for an athlete of the games is probably three hours long. So if you're just doing CrossFit, as in CrossFit, you're probably doing it one hour every day. Well, so an athlete would. one session is, I would say, approximately three hours. They would train three hours in the morning, three hours in the afternoon, as in probably a minimum. Mm. Yep. So a CrossFit person that trains an affiliate would most likely just do one hour session per day. So their calorie count as an athlete, professional athlete, would be sky high. So they do have to use processed food to get their energy up. Mm. But they also, I think the bit that's being missed is that, well, this is how I feel, the bit that's being missed. And I don't know what individual coaches are doing with their athletes. But I feel like the bit that's being missed is they're not saying, remember that you still have to eat the whole foods because you need the micronutrients to keep your body healthy. They would still have a basis of whole foods that they would hit. Yeah. They don't just just eat shit. And I think that's where some people are getting the thing and going, oh, I I only have to eat, you know, cereal for breakfast. 
and like I have to eat just sugar all the time. I have to eat lollies all the time because I'm an athlete and I train lots. But Not what particularly. Lots? <laughs> Not particularly. Exactly. I mean, depend depends obviously on the person. You you see some of these people. And they might go, yeah, I'm doing CrossFit. But then you're not really doing CrossFit if you're just going in the gym and you do a bit of lifting and then you're doing a bit of skill and then you're doing a bit of whatever. Like it's Well, you are doing CrossFit. Kind but of. You're not, you're not, you're not, you can't class yourself as a professional athlete. No. And the, I guess, following the, um, the, the classic CrossFit program, you wouldn't do enough to need to have too much extra food like if you followed the actual (coughs) conventional classic Mm -hmm. crossfit program what these people are doing is they're doing like a crossfit like a a three days of crossfit in one session yeah yeah and that's when that you do you do you need the fuel yes you need the fuel but and then longevity i guess goes into that like if you're you're beating up your body and you're not you're not fueling right, but yeah, the the basis I guess of what we're what we're going on about here for the last whole bu- whole bunch is that just because you know just because you're you're training more doesn't mean you only eat shit. That's right. You still need to get good nutritionally dense food in. Correct. Right, um, and you will get results if you master those fundamentals of doing that. That's your nutrition, obviously, your training, getting the fundamentals of your training, getting your movements down right. Well, the bottom of the pyramid is nutrition. The bottom is. I just thought I'd throw that out there. It is. The bottom of the CrossFit pyramid is. Nutrition. Nutrition. It is the most important part. And I think nutrition comes hand in hand with the recovery. Yes. When people say, you know, oh, training too much. Not training too much, you're not recovering enough. Yes. It's different. It's different. They're two different things. If you're beating yourself up every single day, your body's not going to recover. So those sessions you're doing are pointless. They're just running you into the ground. You need to be able to recover. And recovery is, I feel like, is a fundamental. Absolutely. You know, you need to do your whatever foam rolling, your stretching. I mean, not not one, one size does not fit all. Yeah, you need to sleep. Uh, and even low, low um, active recovery. Yeah. Yeah. Get the blood moving. Heat backs, wheat backs, you know, your your rolling, your massage, and blah blah blah. You need to you need to do recovery things, yes. Not just train more yes. and train more and lift more because that's not going to help. Um, yes, master the fundamentals before you move move up. Guaranteed in the long run, for longevity, you will be better than yesterday. Than you you could ever be. By training your ass off for a short amount of time, thinking that you're going to get amazing results. Boom. Consistent. Can be consistent. Thanks for listening, guys. That was a bit of a rant, that one. I don't know. Up and down. But I um, hope you enjoyed. And like, see you subscribe, next week. blah, blah, blah. Uh, we'll see you in the next one.